I was talking to her about Noah last night, and I was talking about how Noah, uh, you know, how God saw all the evil in the world, and 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 how 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 God was sad that He made human beings. Can you believe that God was actually sad? And, and how the Bible said that God said uh, found Noah, and Noah was was he was a he. He, he, he wasn't so geared to his flesh. He was geared to God. Amen. And the Bible said that God found uh, that Noah found favor in the eyes of God. And, and, and the Bible talks about how how God revealed to him what he was going to do to the planet. He was going to flood it out. And, and what was so interesting about this story, and I was telling her about this. I was getting revelation while I was talking, while she was sleeping. But anyway, um, as I was talking to her about this, you know, he came off that boat. And the first thing that he did when he came off the ark, he, he made a sacrifice. He set up a sacrifice to the Lord. And, and, and he took an animal. And he's, some, why, I don't know why God likes sacrifices, but it seems like he likes sacrifices. And the Bible says that when he sacrificed this animal unto the Lord, it, it, it came up as a sweet-smelling aroma unto the Lord. The Lord was blessed. You know, the sacrifice, you know, every sacrifice they did in the Old Testament to cover their sin really represents Jesus and the sacrifice that Jesus paid so that we could have a relationship with God. And so every time that, he, that I believe that God saw the sacrifice, he actually saw his son in that sacrifice, thinking about how much he loves us and that he's going to have a relationship with us and that the devil couldn't keep us, that the devil couldn't have us, that he was buying us back from the auction block of sin. Oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? That we're bought with a price. That's why the Bible says glorify God in your bodies. Because we're bought with a price, amen. And so, 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 seeking God is an ultimate way of of of, of uh, well, fasting and prayer is an ultimate way of seeking God. And I love Jeremiah 20, 29, One of my favorite scriptures. It says, "For I know the thoughts," and one translation says, "Plans" as well. I know the thoughts and plans that I, uh, that I uh, I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with part of your heart. That's right. That's right. It says that, right? It doesn't say part of your heart. See, a lot of, a lot of us, I don't know about you, but I think sometimes we can, we, we can be uh, just serving God part way. We, we can be praying and watching TV at the same time. We, are you, are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, we're juggling two different things. And you know, God, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you know, you could be cooking and praying. That, that's okay. You should pray all the time. I understand that. But, 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 but we, we, we're kind of we're separating ourselves. We're, 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 we're giving some more, more prudence or more, more, more uh, to something else instead of God. God wants our full attention. You know, it's interesting to me that, that God, you know, you know, it's funny that the greatest commandment, it's interesting that the greatest commandment is God expects us to love him. God wants us to love him, what? With all our hearts, with all our souls. God's a jealous God. God wants us to love him. He, he, he's not going to make us love him. He's not going to pressure us to love him. He wants us to love him willingly, without being pressured. Amen. And I'm telling you, when you start loving God, and you're willing to sacrifice 
you know, some, some food to receive more of God. I really believe that pleases God. Do you believe that today? And I believe that today. Praise God. So, so I really believe this, that fasting and prayer brings, brings the, 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 the favor of God into our life. You know, God loves us with an everlasting love. But I believe that God, that, 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 that God can favor some more than others. Hello. I believe that God can favor some more than others. And, and, and we, you can't earn God's blessings, but you can come into a place where I believe that you can become a person where God highly favors. He, he highly favored Noah. He, he, the, Noah, the Bible says, was a preacher of righteousness. In other words, Noah was a God man. And, 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 and so there was favor that, you know, Noah found favor in the eyes of, why? Because he loved the word of God. God's looking for somebody to love him. He's looking for somebody to reciprocate his love. Well, how do you know that, pastor? Well, well just the fact that when Jesus, when the ten leopards cried out, heal us, and Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest, and, and all ten were healed, but only one came back. And when that one came back to Jesus, Jesus said, where's the other nine? Weren't there ten cleansed? Where's the other nine? In other words, it, there's very few people that, ha, that want to reciprocate God's love. And I don't know about you, but I want to reciprocate God's love. I want, I want to love God because he loved me first. And I want, to, I, want to, I want to continue to grow in my love with God. Somebody say grow in your love with God. See, we should love God more today than yesterday. We, we should love God more tomorrow than, than today. We should be ever falling in love with our Lord and our Savior. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. Amen. So, I was thinking about a song that we used to sing. I keep falling in love with you, falling in love with you, falling in love with you again. Something like that. <laughs> It keeps getting sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. I don't know the rest of the song, but, but anyway. But, but are you listening to what I'm saying today? We need, we need to start singing. Some of you might need to start singing some songs back to the Lord. Some of you, might, some of you guys aren't praising and worshiping God enough. Some of your, your, your life is a little blah. You need, to start, you need to start enjoying the presence of God and do an Easter bunny hop. Are you listening to me? You need to get excited. Why? Because God's excited about you. Man, do you know how much he loves you? He loves you with an everlasting love. Glory to God. He loves you more than the angels. And I would have to say this. He, he loves you. He loves you. Just as much or even maybe more than Jesus, his son, because he was willing to give up his son, Jesus, for us. He was willing to be separated from his son. Never separate. The Trinity was never separated. They were always together. Think about this. The Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit never separated. And in that day that Jesus went on the cross, God could not have sin in his sight. Jesus became sin. And that's where Jesus said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? 
and the Trinity was separated. Jesus was separated from the Father so we could be connected. And I want, I want that real relationship with God again. I don't know about you, but I need a renewal. I need to be renewed in my spirit. I need a fresh touch from God. I, I, I've been walking in some dry days lately, and I don't want my days to be dry anymore. I want, I want to be, man, I want to sense his presence again. I, I want to have that joy in my life again. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? I'm telling you, I need that. I need a fresh touch from God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? You know, Nehemiah, in the book of Nehemiah in the Old Testament, because fasting brings favor. And Nehemiah was a cupbearer to the king of Persia. And Nehemiah, you know, there was somebody that came and told him about the broken down walls of Judah. And, and, and this was, you know, they were in captivity and, and they were allowing some of the, the people to go back to Judah. Uh, and, and some people already lived there. And there were broken down walls. And Nehemiah uh, got, you know, started seeking God about the broken down walls. And, and he had a heart to, to rebuild those walls of Judah. And the Bible says that Nehemiah fasted and prayed and asked God to forgive the people for their sin. And he, and he just prayed and fasted. And, uh, and then the next, the next scene, he's in front of the king. And he's the cupbearer. And you're supposed to be happy in front of the king. And he had a sad countenance. But you know what? The king said, what's wrong, Nehemiah? And Nehemiah said, well, how, basically, he said, how can I be happy when the walls are broken down? And the king said, uh, uh, well, basically, the, God gave him favor with the king. And the king says, well, what do you need to do? He said, I need to rebuild the walls. And the king says, well, you know what I'm going to do? I, not only are you the cupbearer, but I'm going to make you the governor of Judah. I mean, just favor. I mean, not only did he, he went from a cupbearer to, to the governor of Judah, a, a title already. And he said, and he, what else do you need? Well, I need the supplies. Well, here's some pay, here, here, here's a decree. Here's, here, you got all the supplies. What else do you need? I'm telling you, I like that. And Nehemiah was able to go back and he was able to build, rebuild the walls. And, of course, he had opposition and people were trying to come against him. And every time that we're trying, we start moving forward in God, bet your bottom dollar, there's going to be some opposition. The devil doesn't want you fasting and praying. The devil doesn't want you getting close to God. The devil doesn't want you to have a breakthrough this year. The devil doesn't want you to walk in peace and joy like, he, like God wants you to. Are you hearing what I'm saying? There's going to be some opposition. You're going to be fasting and your stomach's going to be growling after about an hour and a half. And you're thinking, is this worth it? I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know. I mean, I, I just, man, I skipped breakfast, and that's my favorite meal of the day. And, and it's already, it's, you know, I normally eat at 10. It's already 1130, and I'm, my stomach's growling, man. Man, you got to tell your stomach to get back. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? In other words, don't allow, don't allow your, your, uh, your, your, the urges that God has given us, our natural hunger urge, and, and, you know, don't allow those to control you, glory to God. And so, and so we don't want our bellies to control us. We want our spirit to control us. Can I get an amen? amen. And then Queen Esther fasted. And she fasted and because the Jews were, there was a, a man named Haman that wanted to kill all the Jews. And he was close to the king. And Esther was married to the king and she was a Jew. And, uh, 
And so what happened was that, you know the story, uh, Haman went, uh, had the king make a decree that all the Jews could be annihilated on one day, that everybody could go against the Jews. And so, but, but you know, uh, king, uh, Queen Esther, you know, she hadn't seen the king in over a month. He hadn't, you know, normally the king has to call for you, amen, if he wants to see you. Um, uh, they're not going to bring that back in marriage, guys. Okay, well, anyway. Um, so, uh, so, so, so. Oh, you listen to what I'm saying today. And so he lets you call. And she wasn't called on. Mordecai says, you need to talk to the king. And she said, well, you know, if I go to the king without him calling on me, it could be off of my head. And then Mordecai says, you think you're going to escape? What's going to happen? If you, don't, if you don't do something, you know, God could raise somebody else up to save us Jews. And, but you, you won't escape. She said, well, maybe I need to do something. <laughs> oh, yeah. And perhaps this is, perhaps you've been... Chosen for a time such as this. That's that famous. I'm going to say this to you today. You are in Exceed Life Church and you're chosen for a time such as this to do something great in the kingdom of God. Or you listen to what? God is raising up not warriors, but warriors in this place today. Can you believe it today? This church is moving forward in 2019, glory to God. And Queen Esther fasted, and she fasted, and she went into the chambers of the king, and the king had a, had a, had a royal staff, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, and, and if, he, if he didn't put it, point it towards her, it would have been off with her head. And so she came in, and he pointed that staff, and that means that he would give her up to half his kingdom. So she fasted. She had them fast and pray for three days without water. And she got favor with the king. How many people could stand some favor? How many people can stand some open doors? How many people can stand some, some uncommon grace? How, how, many, how many people can stand to win publish and clearing house? No, I won't go there. But how many people... Are you listening to what I said? Publishing Clearinghouse. Do they still do that? I don't know. My dad used to do that all, all trying to win that Publishing Clearinghouse. Amen. And remember the stamps that you used to collect? Okay, we won't go there, but green stamps. Okay. But, uh, and then, you know, so Esther had favor, and the king was able to write up a command, or it's called an edict, uh, to write up a command where the Jews could protect themselves Hammond ended up getting hung on his own gallows that he wanted to, to hang Mordecai, her uncle, on. And Mordecai took his place and became a, 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 a big-time person under the king's leadership. And then the, then the people didn't want to attack the Jews because they knew Mordecai had a high position. And so the Jews really made out like a tall dog on that day that they were supposed to be annihilated. Or you hear once, and not one of the Jews lost, I don't believe any of the Jews, I didn't read, I don't think any of the Jews lost their lives that day, glory to God. They were divinely protected, amen? I love it that uh, there was pending judgment uh, for, the, you know, where Jonah was called uh, to a city called Nevada. No, I'm sorry, not Nevada, Nineveh. I, I wrote that earlier, right? Not Nevada, you know, that could be a, that could be a sin city too. Uh, Nevada, what, what happens in Nevada stays in Nevada, right? Now, but Nevada, you know, Nineveh, they sound alike, don't they? Nevada, Nineveh. And anyway, you get my humor. But, uh, but Nineveh and, 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 and Jonah, you know, didn't want to preach to the Ninevites because they were mean people. 
And really, you know, there's some people you just feel like they just need to get the judgment of God. Anybody ever feel that way? Man, they should just get the judgment of God. They should just curse God and die. Now, don't be talking about your spouse like that. But listen, but, 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 but the thing is, is that some people you feel should go to, oh, we want H-E double toothpicks. Are you hear what I say? But we shouldn't be feeling that way. But Jonah was feeling that way, that the whole city should be wiped out. But see, God, see, God, really, God's whole, listen, God doesn't want to judge us. God doesn't want, God, God doesn't even desire for anybody to go to hell. It doesn't make God happy that people are going to hell. God doesn't say, "Woo, man, another one's biting the dust. Yeah, glory to God, another one bit the dust today. No, God, God is not like that. The Bible says he, 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 he loved us so much while we were dead in our trespasses, Christ died for us. And the Bible says he's not willing that any perish. God's not willing that anybody. In other words, God's going to try to do everything he can to keep you from going to hell. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? He's going to try to do everything he can, even send you to Exceed Life Church to let this crazy preacher preach to you, amen, about the goodness of God. And he's going to do everything he can to keep you from going to hell, glory to God. And so, so God, God didn't want, God does, listen, listen, if you guys, listen, the church can be judged too. You say, well, you know, all my sins are washed in the blood and, I, I, I'm past the judgment side of it. No, no, there, listen, you, the, the Bible says judgment can begin in the house of the Lord. So we can still be judged down here as well as when we, when we get in front of Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ. Oh, you listening to me today? Have you gone home? Boy, Pastor, I don't want to hear that one today. Listen, I don't want to be judged for, for not doing what God wants me to do. I don't, want, I don't want judgment to come down on my life. I want to do what God wants me to do, and I want to do it with a good attitude. Because it's the willing and obedient that eat the best of the land, not just the willing. In other words, we got to be willing, and we have to have an obedient heart to eat the best of the land. And that's what fasting will do. It will connect, disconnect us from our emotions and our feelings and it will get us into a place where we're, we're one with the Lord. Glory to God. And so, so, so Nineveh had pending judgment and Jonah, you know the story, Jonah preached and, uh, and, and, and what the Bible says is that, that from the king down to the common people, they put themselves in sackcloth and ashes and they fasted. And the Bible said they fasted and they humbled themselves. Somebody say humble. And they humbled themselves. And the Bible says that God relented from what he was going to do. And Jonah got mad about it. And God, in other words, they, they went ahead and humbled themselves. They turned from their wicked ways. They, they fasted and prayed. And God said, okay, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to give them grace. I'm going to give them mercy. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? They were a wicked nation. And, 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 they, and they fasted, and, and, they, and, they, and they humbled themselves under the mighty hands of God. And listen, that, that is a key. You know, when we fast, when we give up something, God will do something, glory to God. God will move in your life. You will have the grace of God in your life, glory to God. You know, I, I'm just going to finish this off with just giving you just a different uh, types of fasts. Uh, uh, the absolute fast is the full fast. This fast is without food and water. 
I don't recommend you do that because that's hard on your body. But, 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 but you know, uh, Queen Esther did that for three days. The Apostle Paul, when he got knocked off his horse, I don't know if you remember that, he was Saul to persecute the Christians going to Damascus. He got knocked off his horse. And the Bible said that he fasted. You know, he was blinded by the light. And he, he, they, they led him into a room. And uh, he fasted for three days before, you know, the, uh, the man of God came in and prayed for him. And, his, and the scales were removed from his eyes. Glory to God. And, and he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But he started his ministry in, in fasting, amen, but without water. But I don't recommend you do that. The complete fast goes without, uh, without food only, drinking water. And, and so I, I would recommend that. You know, I've done a, a lo some long fasts. And I'm telling you, after five days without food, it gets easy. Oh, Pastor, did you go there? <laughs> I mean, the first four, five days, it's war. The first two or three days, you're in a war. You're in a physical battle. But after five days, it's like, man, I'm good. Because there is going to be a place when you're fasting where it's going to get easy. And it's going to get to a place where you're sensing the very presence of God. And, and there's going to get a place where you're just, where you're sensing the presence and the peace and the joy of God. I do one day fast already and I, and I get into that place. Now, there's, there's the other side of it, too, where you may feel grumpy and you might get irritated and all that. That's another side of it. Amen? But you're going to have to push through that side. Hey, are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? Or you got to push through, you know, the, 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 that, that side of it. And, and, and if you are, sometimes you may experience loneliness in a fast. And that's just the devil trying to get you to, to, to break your fast. He, that's just the devil trying to keep you from, from breaking through to the new you in this new year. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? The partial fast or the intermittent fast is a fast into, uh, uh, it's with food. Uh, with uh, and water and and you can and you can basically eat what you want, but you do it in short amount of times. Amen. Uh, I I don't know if you noticed or not, but I've lost about ten pounds last year. How do you how how do you do you want to know an easy way to lose ten pounds? Cut off your head. No, I won't go there. But uh, a way to lose ten pounds. I lost ten pounds over the year, and I did that with intermittent fasting. What does that mean, Pastor? What I did was I, sh I shortened the, the, the times that I ate. And, and, and so I, I had longer times of not eating. And so I would go with 16 hours without food, 8 hours with food. So you could do like t from, from 12, you could eat lunch from 12 to 8. And then you go without food for 16 hours. They say once you hit 12 hours of fasting, once you hit 12 hours of fasting, um, uh, your body uh, starts to rejuvenate itself. It starts to rejuvenate and, 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 and it starts releasing the toxins out of your body and your body starts repairing itself. Isn't that wonderful? God wouldn't have us do something that would not be a blessing. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? It would be a blessing to, to your body. I, I, was, I was listening to this one doctor and he said that fasting will, will, will uh, increase uh, uh, your brain cells. It can actually... It can actually uh, cause you not to lose your memory. Amen. Glory to God. It can enhance your brain cells. Oh, you hear what I'm saying today? It, it, can, it, can, it can do other things in your body. That it, it, it is a healing process into your body. Are you hear what I'm saying? He says fasting will even help you with arthritis. And, and if you have any kind of disease that deals with, uh, you know, your, your body with, with, where you have inflammation, it will actually bring down inflammation. 
to what, what listen, what feeds cancer and boils is, is sugar. Sugar. Cancer lives on sugar and glucose. And most of us are, 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 are we feeding our bodies a lot of sugar. You say, well, I don't eat a lot of sugar. Bread turns into sugar. Pasta turns into sugar. Potatoes turn into sugar. Uh, are you hearing what I'm saying today? You say, oh, I guess I eat a lot of sugar. Are you hearing? All that stuff turns into sugar. And, and that's why, you know, we need to be very careful. That's why in the Daniel's fast about, you know, no breads, no meats, no, none of that stuff. No, no meats, no sweets, no bread. And you're eliminating that stuff. And then your body starts operating in a better system when you're eating just regular uh, rabbit food, glory to God, raw food, amen? When you're eating foods that, that are natural and that God's created and all the processed stuff that we eat, I'm telling you, we're putting stuff in our bodies that we wouldn't put in our cars. So you hear what I'm saying to you today? We don't realize that a hostess ho-ho, a Twinkie here, uh, you know, a scooter pie, whatever, all this stuff, man, it will hurt you. I'm telling you, it will hurt you. It, 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 you, need to, you need to allow your cells and, and your body. And, and most of us, we don't, we don't give our, our digestive system a rest. You know, you know Jesus, uh, uh, even God talks about, you know, the Sabbath day being a day of rest. That you need to have a day of rest. And, you know, we need to give our bodies rest. We need to give our digestive system a rest. And I'm telling you, if you do this fast, this this 21 day, you buy into it. I'm trying to get you to buy into it. Amen. Uh, you're gonna, I really believe you're going to see some awesome results from it. You know, Daniel, when he fasted, we we're talking about doing the Daniel fast. And when he fasted, he eliminated all the sweets and the meats. And he just ate, you know, vegetables and, and water. And, and the Bible said that he was seeking for wisdom and direction. And I really believe that fast really strengthened his, the, the angels to get what they needed to do, the, the answer to him. Because the Bible says when he fasted, when he, when he prayed and fasted for 21 days, there was, a, there was an angel that in the heavenlies holding back the angel that had the answer. And, uh, and, so, uh, and so, they, so finally they had a breakthrough. God had to send another angel. So two angels to take care of one of these principalities. And I'm telling you, there are principalities that are trying to hold back some of your blessings. There are demonic spirits that are trying to keep some of us down. There, I'm telling you, we're, we're going to need a breakthrough. We're gonna need, we need to pull out the big guns. We need to pull out prayer and fasting. We need to start doing the big We need to show God that we're serious. That that we're serious about our breakthrough this year. That we're serious about walking in more peace. That we're serious about breaking these, some of these addictions that are keeping us down. That we're serious. And when we start getting serious and we start fasting and praying and doing without food, sacrificing, the greatest blessing is always on the altar of sacrifice. And when we sacrifice, God sees that sacrifice. He sees that, and he, he's blessed by it. And the Bible said that Daniel was, was uh, man, I, I had it in here, that, that Daniel was, was um, uh, uh, a favored one of God. The angel said, you, you, you are uh, highly esteemed before God. The Bible actually says that Daniel was highly esteemed in God's eyes. Ooh, 
I don't know about you, but I want to be highly esteemed in God's eyes. I want to, I, there's not a lot of people that fast and pray, but I'm telling you, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it regardless of how I feel, regardless of what my body says. I'm going to press through because this year I'm declaring, I'm decreeing will be the greatest year of We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at Virginia Beach SDA Church located at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nursery and Children's Church provided. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at www.exceedlifechurch.org.